Welcome to DW, DWB episode nine. Uh, I'm Joe, joined by uh, Matt and Darren, my fellow co-hosts. The live video broadcast is being streamed from our Facebook page, facebook.com slash DWB show. And the video recording can also be found on our YouTube channel in the next couple of days by searching for Dudes with Beards podcast. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at DWB show. Our podcast can now also be found on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify by searching for Dudes with Beards podcast. And if all of that's just too much, you know, you don't want to just have to worry about remembering all those links. You can now just go to dwbshow.com, which uh, is live. It is currently redirecting to our Facebook page. But in the future, it will have all of our links to all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and hopefully some other information and things like that. So much easier to remember, and we'll just be able to direct everybody to dwbshow.com. Uh, on today's show, we'll be discussing the new Mars rover uh, Perseverance, Tesla Model X safety rating, uh, Tony Stark's death, or if he could return maybe, uh, Amazon satellites, the Ender 3D printer, a hydrogen-powered data center, and the Amazon Scout robot delivery vehicle. So we got some pretty cool stuff lined up for today. So before we jump into that, let's talk a little bit about uh, what, are we, uh, what are we drinking today. Uh, Matt, what do you got over there? That looks uh, really good. It is. It's uh, pretty good. It's an old-fashioned, made with Old Forester rye. Mm, so tasty. That looks good. I am uh, doing a Nimble Giant by Trogues, uh, Double India Pale Ale, and it's coming in at about 9%, so it's uh, a pretty good one to start with. And then uh, what about you, Darren? Just the red, white, and blue PBR. Oh, uh, yeah. Good old PBR. PBR. I think... Uh, Chad, do you see Chad's post? They were down on uh, vacation. That's what he was drinking on the oh, beach. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, yeah, so outside of that, before we get into the articles, uh, talk a little bit about what, we doing, what we've been doing the last couple of weeks. We were just talking about how it doesn't seem like it's been two weeks, and there's always so much that seems like that occurs when you think about what happened in the last two weeks. Yep. Um, uh, for me, I, you know, I just, you know, work's been busy, things like that. Um I did get a um, a new 3D printer that I'll be playing with as I'm on vacation for next week. Um, been wanting one for a long time, never owned one before. Um, seems like they're just continually getting better and better and better. And then uh, I had shared some uh, 3D printing um, time-lapse videos with Matt and Darren on our um, uh, one of uh, on our uh, Slack. Yeah, Slack Slack yeah Slack Slack on our Slack page and. Once I started doing that, and then I started getting like every little suggestion on Facebook and everything for 3D printing. So went out and watched some videos and a, a new version of the Ender V3 or the Ender 3 V2 just came out. So I picked one of those up and having some fun with it. And that's what I'll be doing mostly mes- next week, messing with that, and maybe playing some video games, things like that. Just a little tongue-tied. Maybe that nine got to you too quick. No, I think it's just uh, trying to remember everything. Uh, <laughs> you said before. <laughs> we wanted on to our, talk about before on our we take got two. into the articles. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what have you been up to? Just trying to finish out July. Busy month for me at work. Anesthesia machines. No, Ray, I wasn't watching TikTok during my <laughs> PMs. <laughs> that one was already deleted, so I didn't even ask. And you said Maybe that, um, they called it somehow. You have to, like, just recertify, check them. Is it yearly? Is that what it is? Or is it yep. every six months? Annually. And is it different machines, different months? Or do you do everything in July? Uh, it's 18 of the 20 get done in July. And then I have two that are due in October. So is it based off of 
Um, when you purchased them? Yep. When gotcha. they were first certified from the vendor. So it's just 12 months out from that. Makes so sense. I wonder why they couldn't just put everything on the same schedule. Well, you, maybe you bought them. Maybe they didn't. They bought the other two as they needed them later on or something like that. Or, yeah, what he said. Yeah. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just pee them all at the same time, you know? Well, I almost wish I could break most of them up into like every few months. Because so getting 18 done in like, one month lazy. is terrible. Lazy. It only takes three hours, you said. Each? each. Three hours each. Three each. hours times 18 is not a month. No, it's lazy. not. Lazy. It's not. Lazy. What is what is that? I, I, I can't do that math. I anymore. can't either. <laughs> I, I, I went to hex school, so I don't I do not do math well anyways. Hey, Chad, what's up? Uh, audio, uh, is the audio good? Hopefully we had a little bit of a technical issue, uh, issue earlier, so hopefully yeah, it's... Three hours, you said. Yeah, yeah we're good. It, cool. it sounds good. I don't think we have to check it again, so I think okay. we're, we're, we're fine. They'll let us know. One, one, th- then, one thing I didn't say last time, and I didn't know if I was going to say it, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yep. Uh, maybe our next podcast, I'll have some good news that I might be... Wow, really? <laughs> Did you just... <laughs> Why are you muting us? Oh, you, you muted. Jaren's trying to open a beer. <laughs> so instead of muting himself. I did mute myself. But you muted all. You muted, you muted us too. I didn't mean to. He, he doesn't know how. He, you're fired again. I know. Sorry, Matt. What were you saying? I was going to say maybe next time we have a podcast, I'll be the new lead tech at work. Oh, I have an yeah. interview on Tuesday at 1030. Holler. Everybody send good vibes and, yes. and yes, much luck to Matt. Awesome. Yep. Yes. Yeah, Chad says everything sounds good on his end. Cool. You sitting on the beach, Chad? Hopefully with a PBR. Yes. Wait, what beach is he on? Aren't they getting by like a Miramar? hurricane soon? I think they're coming back before it gets up to them. They're, uh, they're in Miramar, which I believe is is that in the is that up in the peninsula? Oh, part? it's in the Gulf side. Or the Gulf oh, side. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I think, but okay. I could be wrong. I, I think they're in northern the northern part. But okay. Chad can tell us, but um, and I know Darren's been. He's too busy laughing at me. Yeah. <laughs> Darren's been super busy the last two weeks. Uh building a monster golf cart. This thing is ridiculous. We can show some pictures and talk about it uh, near the end of the show, but uh, you've been working on that pretty mm-hmm. much the last two. I mean, you haven't really been in anything outside of that last two weeks other than scraping some floor today, right? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, that and that's it. The thing's, the thing's ridiculous. Cause, yeah. and, and you said that they started on the geothermal, so they dropped off. Uh, they just, they dropped off the digger. He said he wanted to try to get uh, start digging this week. Um, but he didn't show back up. So it's, I mean, it's not a big deal. I knew he run into, he runs jobs until they're done. So right. he doesn't, cause most of the jobs he does is all geothermal and they're very time consuming. So you're talking, you know, he's going to be at my house for a solid week. Yeah. And, Just digging, that's, right? and that's not five days. That's, that's real seven day, a full week. Probably 12 it. or 10, 12 hour days. Yeah. But, uh, I did notice that he brought something that I didn't have on my neighbor's house because the guy that did my neighbor's house is doing my house. And about two foot down on our property is pretty much rock. Mm -hmm. So he brought a ripper bucket instead of a tooth bucket. So basically it's just like one tooth that he can grab and and rips the the rock out. So it makes it a little bit easier to dig. So he didn't have that last time. He actually tore up his his machine. Uh, Yeah, uh, wow. One of his uh, pins came out of his shaft, and it actually warped the whole shaft, and oh he had to, had to replace one of the one Ooh. of the hydraulics. 
So you're basically a parking lot for the uh, the digger right now. Yeah, I wish he would have left there. the key because I would have went and played you with it. You could have used it, right? Yeah. I'm sure you could have found something to do oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, knock over some trees, <laughs> dig up some stumps. You know, there's plenty of stuff that can be done with the excavator. Yep. Cool. Um, all right, let's get into the articles. First up, we have the uh, Mars 2020 uh, Perseverance rover. So this is a new rover, right? And they just launched it. Yes. You did a launch. You were doing a launch. You did a watch party, what, uh, two days ago? Yeah, two, d- two days ago when they did or it. Thursday? It was like 7.30 in the morning. So, you know, some of the people I follow on TikTok and whatnot, they were like, because they're all West Coast people, it was like, you know, four in the morning or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, so, so tired. <laughs> But, yeah, it was really cool to see. Um, you can look back through if you didn't get a chance to watch it. But uh, you can rewatch everything on NASA's uh, YouTube page, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, I wow. went back and, and was then, watching some of it. And then today I actually was watching – I didn't set up a watch party or anything, but I was watching the uh, farewell uh, speech oh, yeah, that they yeah. did I with, the, with – um, Bob and Doug? Yeah, Bob and Doug. I remembered something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> So yeah, it was pretty cool because they uh they had this uh flag that they were talking about that they were uh, bringing back and it was came up. Oh yeah, the one that's been up there for yeah, how many for years? Like ten years or more or something like that. Yeah. So they're bringing that back and then uh, Doug or Bob, I can't remember which one's which, but they're bringing the uh, I can't remember what that dinosaur was. A little stuffed animal that his son gave him. Mm-hmm. Oh, brontosaurus. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That he was it brontosaurus? Yeah, I think so. But whatever it was, you know, it was just sitting there floating as they were talking. It's just, it's just neat because you can see all five of them there in front of the airlock, and you look down past them, and there's this bar, and their feet are hooked to it. Oh, the hold, hold them in place. And they're just holding themselves in place. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's just funny because you know we we have gravity here and it, it sucks sometimes because gravity i know <laughs> but it was pretty cool just to see that and zero g and then the one uh russian guy passed the mic to him and he just went like this yeah and it just went <laughs> and he just grabbed it, it was, i mean it's just cool because curiosity i mean it's been up there yeah. forever i yeah. mean it's well it's and it's is it still going is it still I, like I know they had problems with like the solar, but then right. I think didn't it come back online? Yeah, and then, it came back online, and I don't, I I just really started just following all this stuff recently because mm-hmm. of my, you know, I said this earlier in uh, version one, <laughs> but uh, you know I I've always had a thing for space, and we visited Kenny Space Center a lot, mm-hmm. and you know, and and then subconsciously I didn't realize this till lately, but. Uh, after the Challenger exploded, and I actually physically saw it that day because we were standing down there. I mean, it kind of—I guess it hurt me. So, you know, kind of been kind of been something you don't think about, right? Until, yeah, it's crazy. But watching all these new launches and and everything that the United States has accomplished and SpaceX and uh, all the other ones, Virgin Mobile or whatever they have, and you know, all these other little tiny startups that are happening. Just It's just like a, a new space race. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the 60s all over again. And Do you think if Elon hadn't been involved in what he's been doing the last few years, would, would, he, would we be where we're at, like, pushing no. for all of this? I mean, no. no. And, and what's funny is if you uh, read the uh, 
autobiography of Elon Musk and his versions and whatnot of what was going on with SpaceX, you know, he poured he poured his fortune into SpaceX and they were on the very, very last launch before he was going to say, okay, I'm done. And it worked. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, and, it was... <laughs> and I forget what, when was that? 20, 2013. 20, I can't remember when. Yeah. It was early. Yeah, yeah. And they were on this like remote desert Island. They had to haul everything over in ships. I mean, it was a fascinating story in the book. But, uh, yeah, and he was like, okay, one blows up, we'll do another. One blows up, we'll do another. Yeah. And then, okay, this is the last one, and, and they figured it out. And then just from that short amount of time, what they've accomplished is just, it's just you know, people go, well, you can't land a, a, a rocket back. <laughs> y- yeah, I can. This guy's crazy. Yeah, this guy's crazy. And then, oh, you can't land it on water. Yeah, I can on a little... <laughs> Little tiny platform <laughs> floating, <laughs> floating in the waves. Yeah. So this is uh, this is cool because so the key objectives of this new one, it'll it's exploration. It's uh, you know still it's going to a different geographically diverse landing site is what it says. So right. A different part of Mars, um, and then it'll so it's an assess ancient habit habitability. So I guess it's going to look back at well. Uh, where they're landing, they feel because of the how the 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 landscape looks there, mm-hmm. it looks like it used to be an old uh, like a river lake or river into a lake and stuff. So where they're landing is going to be on the edge of that, and they're going to search for life. What? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. basically, yeah, that's what it's, yeah, it's what it's this reading though. This thing is absolutely fascinating with everything that it does because when it's coming down it has uh it basically surveys the topo mm-hmm. and knows that if it needs to hit, it, it hit, its, hit its boosters to go to a different area so it lands on a flat area that's crazy and the other great thing about this is there's a freaking drone built into this thing is this that helicopter? Yeah, it's yeah. The, it's a dual blade helicopter. That's cool. And uh, they were talking about it uh, this morning when they were talking about the excuse me when they were talking about how uh, it was just like a preview before they uh, did the ISS uh, mm-hmm. farewell, but they were talking about our Earth gravity, you know, the, how high you could fly in it. And then the challenge that they did, because it's 1% of our atmosphere, atmosphere. and it was like taking, I, I can't remember what, what what it said, but it was like, ours was like, let's just say 900, and theirs was like 1,400. Mm-hmm. So they had to to be able to fly into that. So it's, it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, next February when this thing actually lands, it's going to be fascinating to see what kind of stuff they get they get from it. Yeah, because it's going to take until then before it gets there, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just some of the other things. It's going to seek signs of ancient life, particularly in the special rocks known to preserve signs of life over time. Gather rock and soil samples, which, you know, I think, uh, but it'll be able to analyze them and send the data back. Or or is it coming? So so what it's doing, so they're going to, it's going to Oh, return to Earth by a NASA mission. Yeah, so it's actually going to do core samples. Okay, and the next rover they're working on is going to gather those core samples and, and bring back. them back. Oh, wow. But they were talking, it's like going to be like 2036 before that happens. Right. But 
if things keep progressing the way they are, I feel that we will have somebody on there way before that. Well, if Elon has his exactly. way. Exactly. Because he said what, by 2030? Yeah. I thought you were going to say that on that rover, it's going to have like Tony Stark stuff where it, it shoots so, no, pods off no, the rover to send it back to Earth. That's what the new one's going to do. It, wow. Yeah. So the new one that they had, it, it basically looked like a, a potato gun, <laughs> and it would pick up the samples and put them in this pod and basically shoot them back. Uh, just crazy. Wow. Science. Yeah, here's some of the more some more of the details. So yeah. Hey Keith, what's up, buddy? How are you? What up? Long time no oh. uh, no see, but looks like my grandma's watching. Hey grandma. Hey grandma. So it says yeah, mission timeline July to August 2020. So it, it, it obviously yeah. it just launched, right? Right. Uh, ULA Atlas 541. Um, because it almost, it almost, I thought it was a SpaceX rocket. I thought it was a Falcon 9 there for a minute, but yeah, it, when, I, when I looked at the details, yeah. it, it just looked uh, really close. So it'll land in February February 18th next year. Of 2021. And it's an uh, ancient river delta in the lake that once filled Jezero Crater. Yeah. Is that how you mm-hmm. say it? And then uh, spend at least one Mars year, two Earth years. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Exploring the landing site region. Seven instruments to conduct unprecedented science and test new technology on the red planet. And they are, and it talks about the mast cam, advanced camera system, mast cam Z, advanced camera system with pana, panoramic and stereoscopic imaging capabilities with the ability to zoom. Because I don't think, yeah, Curiosity, no. like it just had a fixed, like, right. and it was lower res too. Yeah, but think how old it is compared to the new technology. And, you know, I mean, look at the, cameras you have in freaking cell phones now mm-hmm. so it's like <laughs> yeah it better have high definition cameras. yeah oh yeah and then instruments also will determine mineralogy of the martian surface and assist with rover operations principal investigator is james bell arizona state university in tempe that's pretty cool like the stereoscopic so what stereoscopic is like so this is that this where will, it can determine will, what something's no, made of no no this 3D. will be the first time that we will actually be able to hear live what oh, is what, what like. it sounds like on Mars? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and it goes into so I guess supercam planetary. So it, there's like a little blurb on here um, of each of the instrumentation. So we we won't go through and read all these, but if you but guys I are did, interested, I did want to talk about yeah, what the Moxie. About. The Moxie. Yeah. So what they did is they figured out a way because of other data they gathered. They're going to test through this system. Basically, it takes in Mars air and outputs oxygen. So it's going to convert air that's on Mars into breathable atmosphere, Mm. they hope. So if they could do that and they have the technology from this one right here, they could send up whatever they needed to to start generating that and then generate its own atmosphere around Mars. That's crazy. What? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it take take the time hmm. to read that later, but uh, I guess it was, uh, it says the Institute of Technology in Cambridge, uh, Massachusetts, is the one who came up with it. And it's just absolutely just crazy to hmm. think about. They're taking air that is not breathable, well, I mean, it might be breathable. I yeah. mean, yeah, like, they didn't have those what, sensors. What makes it not breathable? What, What's it lacking I, I, or what's it got I too much know. of? 
I'm not a. I guess we'll find out yeah. next year. I don't think we know. Yeah, yeah. We, we no, been, nobody we knows. But this yet. thing can actually pull in it, analyze it, say, "Okay, I need to do this, this, and this," yeah. and hopefully make atmosphere. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. And we'll we'll have the links in our show notes on the YouTube page, and once the our DWB.com page is up, we'll start putting our show notes and links out there as well, so you guys can go and check this out, and then watch that video because the video they did the the. The live stream was was really cool. You can watch that. It's on the NASA. The NASA. NASA. Are you sure that nine ain't getting? <laughs> Dude, to I, I don't know. The NASA Facebook page, right? <laughs> is on NASA's Facebook I guess, page. I guess if you're Southern, you, was that NASA? NASA. NASA. Yeah, y'all heard, heard NASA? NASA. I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> but but look at the look at how much that thing thing weighs. Yeah, two thousand two hundred and sixty pounds. In the dimensions, what? So yeah. ten feet long. It's ten feet long, nine, nine feet wide, arm, seven feet tall. It's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. But if you scroll down a little bit more, I don't know if this art. This was just a spec sheet of it, but I don't think it had the spec sheet of the 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 drone. Yeah, I don't see it on here. It might have been on the other details. <laughs> It's not too big. Not clutch. It is, buddy. It is. <laughs> I swear this is the only one I've had today. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm not even maybe halfway through it. <laughs> it's been a long, it's been a long week. So, um, yeah, that's, that's super cool. Yeah. It's very exciting in the next few years of what we're going to see. Dude, I can't wait for some of these images and stuff to start coming back from it. It's, oh, I know. Cause you figure it, Lands in February. I mean, by the end, of February eighteenth is what it said, right? So, mm-hmm. by the end of February, maybe March time frame, we'll be able to start seeing some of the oh. stuff coming back. It'd be crazy. Very exciting. All right. Next up, we have. Do you want me to show this video? Uh, you can. It's really cool. Uh, basically, they they tried. I make sure you don't have any volume on it, just in case we. I don't think it had any music or anything, but uh, see if it hopefully it doesn't start auto playing. But um, yeah, so they they basically tried to roll over the Model X. Watch some of these these videos. It's just it's just mind blowing the stuff they put this stuff through, and it would always almost go over and then come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the. Uh, and they've posted stuff like this before, but was it for the X or the S? Uh, this was for the X, and they were just talking. That's how it got its uh, perfect crash test rating. And this was this was a, a this wasn't recent though, no, was it? No. Yeah, this was a while back. I think I think we talked yeah, we had we, talked about this when it happened. It. But even I I think the Model Three and I'm I'm assume the Model Y would be similar because. The re and it wasn't it because it's the batteries being in the yeah, bottom. It's it, so it's center, bottom heavy. Center of, Center of gravity is lower because it, it has more weight towards the bottom. Yeah. But it's still just super fascinating because I, I, I watched the video and I was like, that's cool just to watch the video and see what they put this thing through to yeah, get the... Sure uh, this is uh, going to come up. But yeah. They, I mean, it, it's a, it was side impact too, right? Yeah. Because... Um, yeah, some of them were side and then uh, I didn't... I don't... I watched it so long ago last week so I don't really remember all the ones of it. Yeah, I think that yeah the audio is off, so we can play it. Let's look at this. Yeah, it's like nope. nope. And that is like it's like it's just so bottom heavy, it just won't roll over. Look at that. 
Yeah, now that they're actually driving it, trying to flip it over. So flat. Yeah, because yeah. I mean that was a problem with a lot of SUVs and and, well, and even some vans and remember stuff. Remember right? when is, the uh, Explorers? Is that the the Explorer that had yeah. the, they were really bad for back that in the early thing? early nineties or? Yeah, they were. Look at that, jeez. Yeah, and the boom. Volvo. Yeah. They were talking yeah. about, you know, the high center of gravities on some of these other, yeah, look other at that. ones oh, causing them. Yeah. To... Every time my butt puckers up, it's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, so I, I got to assume that the Model 3 and the Model Y would be similar. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Even though they don't weigh as much. I mean, they're still very bottom heavy. And I, I didn't the Model 3 get, like, a perfect five-star I'm pretty sure it did. Rating? Um, wasn't it the first one? To do that, or was the X? I think the X was the the first one that got a perfect crash crash test rating. But yeah, we'll I mean, have to look into that. I think I think because I think the three and the well, I don't know if the Y has been tested. But yet, but, but what's really fascinating is it's not one of the big three. No, no. Well, not yet. It, not yet. It's two, isn't it? Huh? Haven't they made it like number two? Well, well, I think we were just looking at what the Model 3 compared to the Civic that the, on the one right. show. But I think as far as, that like, overall sales. But overall sales, I mean, but, you know, you got Chevy, Ford, and, and Chrysler. You know, that's the big three that always yeah. been in the United States. And then, you know, this little tiny company that's turned into a giant is, is right on the tails of these people that have been around since, you know, the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Next up, we have the Avengers Endgame fan discovers how Tony can still return. So, Darren, if you're screwing with me on this, no, hey, I'm like, I, 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 I read through it. Return, I mean, yeah, not yes. still alive, yeah, not return. still alive. Return. So he did die. He did die and, according to and, this theory. And, he did, and and I cried and like then, a baby. Yeah, I think I cheered up for sure. I think we all did. So, Tony, if you Tony, didn't, you're not a man. Tony, Tony was <laughs> Tony was my Avenger. He was he was, yes. He is Iron my Man guy. is so Iron Man. For, so for me, Iron Man, and then a close second is Doctor Strange. Yes, and then probably so Captain. Did you see the article where he he went into like a local comic book store dressed as Doctor Strange just to screw with people? Oh, that's awesome. What What about you, Matt? Where What's your rank? Like number one MCU? You have one? Can you do it? He's probably Black Widow. Well, I mean, it's not. It's, hey, it's okay. Is it? So you said Tony. Like, what would be your number two? Hulk, man. Hulk? Yeah, Hulk smash. That's a good one. See, I kind of like just Hawkeye. I yeah. like Hawkeye. Because yeah. he has no real, I mean, doesn't really necessarily have a power. He has an awesome skill. But are we going to find out later that he is actually a cyborg in his eye that he can see all this stuff? Hmm. Maybe. Don't ruin it. <laughs> I, I, I just want him to be a Joe Schmo that's badass. Well, he is. Yeah. Yeah. That means we can. But if he's a cyborg, then that kind of like well, no, takes him down like, a notch. Well, it's just like you getting a Neuralink here in the next 20 years, and, you know, it increases your eyesight and speech and stuff. I mean, think about it. Anyways. Yes. So we, explain this theory, Darren, because, I mean, I read, I skimmed through, and I, I, I – has has to do with the Infinity Stones. And it yes. makes complete sense. It makes complete sense. Right. So if you watch the end, 
and they're he's reading reading out the will and everything at the very end. Who's reading it the, out? The video, right? The video. So Pepper and his daughter. Pepper are and his daughter are watching it, and then everybody else is there. And he's that hologram. There we go. And I found it weird at the very when I first saw it through tear stained eyes, but he went right to his daughter and said, I love you 3000. Mm-hmm. How in the heck? So it's like, he, how did he know she was going to, she be was going to be sitting right where she sat. Yeah. Right. So what they think and what this article talks about mm-hmm. is he uploaded him, uploaded himself before because he knew he was going to die so he had the suit after that. So uploaded, he had the suit, or he had uploaded. a backup of himself, right? And so they think it's it's a Tony Stark AI. It it'll be a Tony Stark AI that will be able to come back that still has the smarts of Tony Stark, mm-hmm. which you know it's like um, what's that? Uh, there's a Netflix show. It was a a book too, uh, basically where you download your consciousness and then get re-uploaded to a sleeve. Oh, the show. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, I can't. I know okay. talking about, but this was talking about. So this, so and then it kind of goes into. It talks about that part in the movie, right? But then it also talks about the Ironheart comics from 2015. It says Tony went into a coma, an AI was introduced, an artificial intelligence was introduced to continue Iron Man's legacy, and then it says that AI of Tony was created by the super genius inventor by the super genius inventor himself. Which is it? Rary Williams, is that who is the genius that they're talking about? I don't know. Or no, he, they're talking about him. Him, the yeah, genius. Tony. But it says that Stark shipped it to Rary Williams, a child prodigy who caught Stark's attention. Remember to, in the when he was in the, the workshop? Was that that same yeah, kid? Yeah, that's though? that same kid they okay. were talking about. Mm-hmm. What what was that, Iron, was that Iron Man 2? I think it was 2. 2? Yeah. Yeah. And then he was in that barn, and that kid came in. And yeah, the then garage. Start, yeah. Because his, oh, okay. his suit was screwed up or whatever. Yeah. So I think that was that was the kid that they were hmm. talking about. Yeah, and it says the AI helped Rary create the sec- her second armor and came up with her superhero alias of Ironheart. So I have not... I have not, I didn't, I have not really read or seen anything about the Ironheart yeah. well, stuff. So Well, you know, the Avengers, that was it. And now they're going to be a totally new Avengers. Right. All different characters that they're going to be introducing. So Hmm. we'll see. I'm excited. Yeah. I want to go back and watch that scene now. We'll have to do that. Cause, and I want to see like, cause I mean, the way, the way it's explaining it and the way that he specifically looks at it, like it, if it's a recorded video, you don't know where somebody's going to be. You don't even know who's going to be watching it. Exactly. So if it was a hologram and he was projecting the hologram through the TV, you know, whatever, and he could see and, and, and or, you know, he was, you know, was Self-aware AI, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he knew what was going on. So he knew who was in the room. He could see them. So mm-hmm. why else would he? Exactly. Uh, I hope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because that would be cool, a, way, a cool way to continue. I mean, but, because, because. But he, then that, that would still require him to be a part of. The MCU and the movies. When I d- didn't he say the whole reason they kind of did this is because he said he after ten years he wanted a break or he didn't want to do it anymore. Isn't that what what he said? Uh, I thought maybe I, maybe they. I, I guess it's a way to keep it open ended. Right. Where if they ever need to have him return, kind of like they did on Walking Dead. 
They yeah, haven't watched Walking Dead lately, yeah. so. Yeah. I yeah. kind of quit too, but I kind of it's pretty cool. Again. It's like I'm I'm excited because Tony was my man. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man was definitely one of my faves. Um, cool. So next up, we have um, Amazon was given the go ahead. Was this by the FTC or who FCC? Was FCC. Yep. Um, yeah, FTC. F- yeah, FCC would make more sense. So FHA. FCC. <laughs> All the, all the FBI. acronyms. All the acronyms. Um, Amazon given the go-ahead to launch thousands of satellites to, bo- to boost Internet across the world. So we were talking about this. You know, we were going back and forth earlier. Um, you know, we got Starlink and what are they up to, like 600-some satellites or something now mm-hmm. with the last batch or close to 600, close I thought. To it. I think it was 590-something. Um, and, Matt, you brought up a good point because you were talking about, you know, um, why would they invest – $10 billion is what I think this said. Mm-hmm. They're investing $10 billion into this if Starlink's already doing it. And I think, you know, we were, we were kind of talking about it and said that, you know, if, if Elon is successful, which it looks like he's going to be, they're oh, going to yeah. start beta tests soon. Yeah. Yep. If he's the only one and it gets far enough along and it's the adoption rate is, is high and they're the only one, I mean, what's the likelihood that somebody else is going to switch unless – it's a better service or a cheaper service. Right. Um, and I didn't see m- many details in here about yeah, like the specs compared to, I mean, they did talk about where they would orbit as far as they're a little bit higher than Starlink, I yep. think, yep. which that is, and it's not, I mean, you're talking about space orbit. It's not a huge difference, but the lower the earth orbit, the better these things will perform. Right. So Cause your, late, higher, your latency is less, but but I mean, we're I mean, we're definitely talking about a very small percentage when you're when you're going to be up miles and miles already. So right. just kind of makes mean, you wonder. I mean, you know, Elon's going to have was it twelve twelve to fifteen thousand total when all said and done. Yeah, and he's going to be at five hundred and fifty kilometers. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Amazon that's just above that around let's say Six, averaging six hundred. Yeah, kilometers. it says fifth ninety to six thirty. So yeah. when you have that five, constellation, five, that you know, Elon's putting up. Are, are, are you going to rock each other? Yeah. Like, how do you, even, how effective is that going to make how the do Amazon? You even make sure those stuff, that stuff's not just smashing into each other when you have that. I mean, and it's, it's funny. A, what, how many satellites are active right now? Like, like, uh, think, see, see if you can look that up on your phone. Down, I think the one article I sent was like, uh, counted was 14,000 pieces of, Equipment and or so stuff. either active or yeah. just deprecated stuff yeah. that's just floating up there. That yeah. it's either too high to fall down into the, the atmosphere or it's just going to take a while for it to yep. deorbit. But because if it's up high enough, it'll never deorbit. It'll just it's a space junk at that point. Yep. And it's like, um, but I, I think that's the good thing with Starlink. A good point is that they're low enough orbit to where they will deorbit and burn up. And I'm assuming these will too, being that low. Um, and it says that, what, about 3,200 of them, um, which is, you know, about a, what, a third or fourth of what Starlink's going to be. Um, and this, you said this was just going to be North America? From, from the one article I sent, yeah, it's like going to just service North America. So it, it looks like there's, uh, right now actively, this is from 2018, 
uh, there's 8,378 satellites mm-hmm. that have been in space. Uh, it says these days there are 4, 4.994 satellites in orbit out of uh, only seven. So, so, for, so for every sat- every seven satellites that have been launched, only about five of them are still up there. Right. Hmm. Yeah, because this talks about um, – because they haven't launched anything yet. They just got the approval yep. from the FCC. It says right. a 5-0 five, five to zero vote that they approved it. And it says – oh, they're not even going to start launching – or they have to launch and operate half of their constellations by July 2026 with the other half remaining to be optional, and I guess by 2029. So they've got like a three-year window. So they probably won't start launching until 2024, 2025. Yeah. Very much. I mean, Starlink's going to be like established by right. then. It's, oh, yeah. That's going to be, but, I mean. But you also know Bezos does not get into anything unless he knows. Of course. And I'm sure he's thinking about it in the like we were talking about earlier. Like, if if Starlink's the only one, then there the, it's monopoly rights. We want the competition. We right. need the competition because yep. I don't care what Elon says. He he can say whatever he wants. Uh, you know that he's you know this is going to be something for the people. But if he's using this for Tesla and he's using this for a Solar City in some way, and SpaceX, and, and SpaceX, and he's selling it to the government, it's like. Eh, if you're the only one, I mean, you, we don't. We want to definitely have that competition. That's for sure. Yeah. Because we were talking about like what if once this technology gets well enough adopted and good enough, because the first iteration is probably gonna it's gonna be good for for internet. But oh, yeah. as they replace these satellites, which they're gonna be constantly replacing them, because the, what did they say the life was like five years? Five years yep. of of the Starlink. So every five years they're gonna re- be replacing them, and they're gonna be faster, better. Um, they're going to be able to provide more services probably. And we were talking about how these could eventually replace cell phones or yeah, cell phone uh, towers video stuff. delivery for that, like XM radio, like anything that uses a satellite now yeah. could be replaced by this. I mean, if you what, think about like, if you have this, it could replace all the cell phone towers. So now you don't have all these cell phone towers all over the place. I mean, yeah, you got, you got all that stuff up, up in space, but, that's one thing I was going to say is, you know, when the one asteroid we talked about last time was getting ready to go by, what was that one? Neowise. 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 Mm-hmm. All over the internet. Oh, the Starlink ruined the shots. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, my God, look very... at the light pollution from the Starlink. And yeah. well, now you're going to add possibly 12,000 more satellites with Amazon. Like, Yeah, I just... Uh... I just I listened to an audio book and I can't remember the name of it, but I'll, I'll pull it up. And they were, uh, basically it was like 20, 50 something. And, you know, they were out exploring and then they crash landed in this planet. And the only thing that saved them from these people that kept attacking was the space junk around this planet <laughs> that, that shielded them from these people. I oh, mean, wow. it, it was a pretty interesting book, but you know, and, and that made me think of, you know, what are we going to do when, I mean, I know Starlink, what they say, like 95% of the, it totally burns up yeah. when, when it comes out, when it decomm- decommissions itself through yeah, the atmosphere. Most of it's going to burn up in the atmosphere. Yeah. Right. So. You know, one fun fact that I didn't know when I sent you guys those links earlier was the Starlink satellites are powered by Krypton propulsion. What the heck is that? Exactly. What is that? Um, Krypton? That's Don't you say it. Do not say it. Don't say it. 
He's going to say it. He Krypton was, propulsion. He was going to say it. Yeah. But yeah. Don't say it. Krypton <laughs> propulsion. He he's itching. He's itching to say it. I would never heard of that either. Krypton. I mean, like, it's the only. It's, it sounds it, like Elon just made some shit up. Yeah. We'll I, think, look I think he was on Joe Rogan Don't. again and started <laughs> oh, yeah, smoking yeah. some stuff. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking at Maybe that. that's when he came. Krypton. Right. Pro- what? A- While you're looking that up, let's uh, the world? move on to the next topic. So uh, next up, uh, I'm going to talk about my new 3D printer. So I got the Creality Ender 3 V2. So there's been a couple of other versions of the Ender 3. There was an Ender 3, then an Ender 3 Pro. Ooh. So I think this this just came out a couple of months ago. Um, it says August 4th ETA, but I think it's been out for a couple of months already because a lot of people have been posting about it. Did you find something? Yes. What is it? It's an ion drive. Uh, okay. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it's an ion thruster or ion drive is a form of electronic propulsion. So electronic propulsion. I guess, yeah, because in space you don't really necessarily need a, uh, you, you, well, you don't need combustion, but right. you need... Uh, some kind of propul- propul- propulsion, mm-hmm. what, what yeah. would you call it? Um, maybe, not- maybe he, maybe he went to Area Fifty One and was <laughs> able to get the gravity drive out that, of the uh, UFO. Out of the UFO that uh, what was his name talking about? Oh, the guy that Elon came out of the UFO. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> dun dun dun. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, you remember the right one? Yeah. Well, I hit the button, so I knew which one well, it you was. Cheated. You cheated. I cheated. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's 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 crazy. So, um, yeah. So I got I just got this three D printer a couple days ago. Printed a couple of things already, but um, I'm glad I waited. This is the first one I've owned. You know, where's your show and tell? Like you it's printed a, it's, stuff. It's, I got some pictures. Oh, okay. So yeah, 270 bucks. I know. There's stuff printing right now. So um, 270 bucks. Um, like I said, there's been several versions of this. Uh, and I'm glad I waited because, you know, every time they come out with a new version, they add better features and functionality. Um, you can say they've, they've got the new UI. They've got the little LCD control screen. They've got the, uh, the X and Y axis tensioners. So they got these little belts that, so you can adjust the tension and everything. So when they do like a firmware push, do you get the newest uh, updates to that? Or I have to do it over an SD card um, and then load Mm -hmm. it in. But I don't know if you guys seen on my post where Rob commented about there's, I guess there's a, there's a, what was it? Octoprint. So it's called Octoprint. You can load it onto a Raspberry Pi and then there's a USB Oh. Uh, port in the front of this thing and you plug it in and I guess then you can use so the Raspberry Pi you plug it into the, the Wi-Fi or Ethernet and now I can control it remotely oh. and I can monitor my print jobs remotely oh. so yesterday when I was printing because we were we, we, we were I, gone I have for, a spare pie if you need one okay um, we were gone for a lot of the time we were gone for most of the day yesterday and I took uh, one of my uh, Unify Cameras, cameras from up in the living room and I plugged it in down here and I sat it on a box in front of it so I could just kind of monitor it and because it was like a nine hour print for the baby Yoda and I just wanted to make sure like the thing wasn't burning up in a fire or something like that but but I mean because I'd only printed like the one little test print and I didn't know like is this thing gonna 
Your little tugboat. Yeah. Is this thing going to cool down and shut itself off? It doesn't shut itself off, but it does cool down because the the plate, the the, the print plate heats up to 200 degrees. The nozzle heats are 200 Celsius. Oh, geez. Yeah. The print head, I think it's 60 Celsius, and you can control all that, but that's the the, the default. Um, But once it's done printing, it cools all that down and shuts that down. But the fan on the, the, the print head still runs. It doesn't have like an auto power off, but I guess if you get this OctoPrint, it gives you a lot more control. You get the monitoring, you can do a lot of other things with it. So I'm, I'm looking into that. Um, maybe do, maybe do that because you can get a Raspberry Pi pretty cheap, and yeah. I can even print a freaking case for the Raspberry Pi off of yeah. this thing to put it in. May do but, that. Uh, I might do that. He'll do. That. Yeah, yeah, he's probably, gonna do that. Probably do that. But the cool thing is, is like, I mean, it goes into a lot of the details of what you know, what's new and 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 whatnot with this, but uh, um. You can see, I mean, it's it's got a pretty decent pr- size print bed. Um, is that a Dyson vacuum? It, it, it's like some kind. It, it does look like that, doesn't it? I think I think it's that a, definitely photoshopped because it's a wicked looking chess piece. For one, oh, you yeah. can't. You can. This is a single extruder, which means you can only print one, one color. color at a time. And this is this has two colors. Now, granted, now maybe they're saying that they had printed all this stuff, and then you can see like this looks like it was photoshopped in here, but not a good representation. But anyway. Um, here, you know, talks about the, uh, grab or Indian grab or undum glass platform, which is basically, it has a tempered glass print plate, <laughs> but then it has this sheet that goes on the tempered glass that has like these little dimples in it. And when it heats it up, it makes the, uh, whatever it's printing stick to it, which is really cool. So when it cools off, it releases, it, you, you pop it right off. It's- like that's you crazy. don't have to like take a scraper or anything. It just basically you can so pop right so. Out. What did you print, Baby Yoda, out of PLA? Or? Yeah, all, all all I have is PLA okay. right now. Because um, Bill was getting uh, some of the the silicones, like the, the silicone the to yeah, make the, is that, uh, the, the SLA. I don't remember yeah, what all the stuff is. And then he is, was uh, doing. He's actually got like the metal. Uh, I don't know if mine will do that. Yeah, but uh, in Micro Center, I mean. I, I just when I went and picked this, I ordered it online, and I just did like an in-store pickup, so I could just go through pick it up, and then I didn't have to, didn't have to walk through the store. store. Yeah. But um, um, and they're really cool because like when you come in, you know, they have someone's in the front. They make sure you have a, your your mask on. They actually have a temperature like oh, they, they, they weren't everything. using it, so I don't know why they had it there. I don't know what the point of that was. Maybe but if you came in coughing, they'd be like, whoa, whoa, so, whoa. So if you're listening to this, like, I don't know, five years from now for some odd reason, 2020 sucked. We had to wear masks everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you're wondering why we're talking about masks and temp stations and, you yep. know. 2020 is going to be like our freaking whatever. I don't even – there's no comparison. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Not in my lifetime so far. Um. Yeah, so like the previous versions of this printer, and this is a you do have to assemble it. Like it was probably fifteen or so pieces, so it wasn't terrible to mm-hmm. me. Um, probably like an hour and a half, but uh, and I, there was a there's some really good YouTube videos about assembling it and assembling it in the correct way so that um, you keep everything aligned because you don't want to because you got to align this thing, you got to you got to tune it a little bit, you got to make sure the bed's completely flat to the print nozzle. I mean, it's definitely. Um, now you can definitely buy printers that are you open them out of the box are already assembled like a um a flash forge or uh um some of the other ones but they're like a thousand bucks you know for their basic stuff so 
this one you do got to put together. Um, but that's yeah, why but it's two hundred seventy bucks. Two hundred seventy bucks. I mean, and yeah. just get you into it and be like, yep. oh yeah, this is pretty cool. Or, or you're uh, working on something. You're like, man, I, I really need a part that would be like this. And then mm-hmm. you just go in. Uh, how's the software? I mean, have you? You can use any software. So okay. I'll show you. I'll show you guys later which ones I'm using. But it's open. I mean, it's all open source. I I've been using the. I mean, you can use. There's probably ten or fifteen different programs. I mean, 3D modeling. You got slicers. So when you download a model, you have to slice it for your printer. So that means what it does is it maps out the layers. Mm. So as it's printing the layers, um, and then if do you need supports or you don't or is the, can you print it without supports? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that I'm learning about it. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk. I'll show you guys later. And, so um, did you? What did you print Baby Yoda on? What what setting is it? Like a really slow? I'm right in the middle, so it's just a standard, um, standard quality. Because it looked pretty good. Yeah. So the standard, and then I've got two, uh, two settings that lower and two settings higher. Okay. Wow. So there's like. Five or so I think that, five or so settings. So that nine-hour Yoda would probably take eighteen hours. I mean, if you wanted to bump best. it all the way up, yeah. So, and basically, when you increase the quality, it's going to increase um, your usage of PLA. It increases it. Well, actually, decreases the layer uh, size. Okay. So you know, some like if you've seen some three D prints where yeah, you can, where you see, can see, the see the layers. layers yeah. So it decreases the uh, the layer thickness, which gives you a finer print. But it, yeah, it takes longer. Mm. Yeah, and here's just a shot of the. Uh, so this was something new with this version, the the LCD screen and the little. It's not touchscreen, but it's got a little toggle on it, and it gives you like um, your estimated time, like how long you've been printing, how much is left, and it's pretty good about estimating. Like when I first started the Baby Yoda print, it said 47 hours, but as it got to like 15, 20 percent, it it got into where it was uh, pretty close. So, yeah, it's it's not perfect, and maybe that Octoprint thing will. Will provide some more functionality. Oh, there it is. Yep. Is so that float? Is, uh, Does it float? I don't know. Taylor asked me the same thing, so <laughs> I, oh I have God. to check that out. We can put it in the sink, I guess. Yeah. Matt's beer. Um, but <laughs> so this is called a benchy. It's it's and the reason it's called that is because it's a benchmark print, mm. um, and it's something that has very fi- a lot of very fine detail, a lot of different size uh, portions to it. But it's pretty small, and it took like an hour and 45 minutes to print this on standard detail. But it just gives you a good reference. Okay, is everything aligned? Is your bed uh, level? Is your nozzle, um, you know, sinking correctly? Is your filament feeding correctly? You know, it is so you don't, you know, you don't want to print something that takes a day and then figure out halfway through something mm, screwed up, right? right? So That's cool. So I printed this, and then I kind of realigned everything, make sure everything was, like, my belt tensions were good and all that stuff. So so you were talking about being able to control um, if you do that Octo print or whatever. Yeah, remotely. So are you going to get a smart things? Um, like a, a smart outlet? Smart outlet that you can just turn it off. Yeah. That way it quits. If I'm not home, yeah. If you're not home and it's, it something goes wrong. But, or, and I don't know yet because I haven't watched the, there's like a half-hour video on the Octoprint for this specific printer. I mean, there's tons of videos out there for Octoprint, but there's a guy who just uploaded one for this exact printer. Okay. It's like a 30-minute video, and I haven't watched all of it yet. So I don't know through that if I can. Stop it. Or, or I can just say after it finishes printing and it's cooled down, turn it off. Okay. I mean, it has a physical power switch on the back, so I right. don't think it will be able to. 
And another thing, too, that I just did the day before I started the print that I'm doing now, the print I'm doing now said it's going to take 20 hours. Oh, my God. But I'm printing several things on at the, the same time. The same oh, that's bed. cool. So what I did before I started that print is I hooked up a UPS. Because okay. if the power goes out. Yeah, you're screwed. You're starting over. Yeah. And if you're 15 hours into a 20-hour print or whatever, that sucks, right? <laughs> I mean, the PLA is not expensive. A roll of the PLA is like 15, 15 yeah. bucks, depending on what kind you get and so what you, brand you might want to get with bill because he uh he's in basically it's a it's a, a club a or club that that sends well, you and samples a, and this is like a basic role i mean you can definitely get rolls that are larger that right. are probably cheaper um per meter or whatever but um that's that's what i got and then uh, i got a bunch of different colors just to play with it um and then here's a uh, baby Yoda. and you can see there's like little because there was a bunch of supports on this and all of the supports that were here, but I did just in you know just in case because right. you got to definitely have a support for like where his hands sticking out, yeah, why and pulls. his ears like it can't really build this up without a support underneath of it when it goes out to a certain distance, right? So, so yeah, I can probably do like a little bit of sanding or filing just to clean him up, and then I'm gonna see if Taylor will uh, will paint it for me. But oh, that's cool. I mean, he's like what six inches tall or something like that. But oh wow, bigger than I thought he'd be. He's like five and a half, six inches tall, and then, like I said, almost nine-hour print. But it's super detailed, right? I mean, yeah. you got the lettering around the bottom and then all the detail with this coat and, and everything on it. But it turned out really good. So, so the reason I asked you if you're going to put, like, a, a smart things outlet on and stuff, a lot of people are using the Ys, mm -hmm. the cams, because yep. they're $20 for the cam, mm -hmm. and then you can get, like, the kit. What what are the outlet ones? They're not. Oh, they're not, in the kit Yeah, together. they're not expensive. Um, yeah. I, I usually get the... Um, the Casa lights. Oh, okay. And I think they're $13 to $15. And you can catch them on sale when you, you can get the multi-packs and get them for as cheap as 10 bucks a piece. Got yeah. So, yeah, definitely that would be something to do. And then... Um, because pretty much everybody I, I see that uses a 3D printer has it on a smart outlet. That way can, they can just shut it shut down. It and, then, and then a video that they can just pop up and they've done enough of them like that they can, of they, they can they can know that oh yeah. this ain't going right and then it's just shut it down yeah that's a good point I know, and I, I know some of the videos like those time-lapse videos that i shared with you guys um well if you notice i don't know if you guys even noticed it but you don't see the print head all you see is it building yeah right so I, I think too i think they're just going to like adobe premiere or whatever after effects whatever they're using and they're just masking out so that you, which is cool because it makes it almost look like it's just floating and it's right. Like, well, what was that Glowforge or one of those that did? Yeah, that so the print? the resin printers, yeah, they print upside down, right? So like the you got the build plate and it and as it rises, it's printing this way. So yeah. when it's done, it's, and it, it yeah, it's it's they it's just look so cool as they're they're coming yeah, out. There's, it's like they're coming out of nothing and and just build into yep. this whatever. Yeah, it's going. Cool. It's gonna be some fun to play with. So, um, next up, we have the. Uh, uh, so Microsoft tested um, hydrogen fuel cells for backup power at one of their data centers. I think it's one of the Azure data centers, and I think they had done some short tests before. But um, this is the uh, this picture. I think these are the hydrogen. I don't know if these are just the tanks because it doesn't look like this yeah. looks like uh, tanks to me. But um, what they did is they ran. One of their data, and it wasn't even the entire data center. It was like one one row of racks inside this data center for forty eight hours. Um, and the reason they're doing this is they have a they've made a commitment to be carbon negative, not neutral. So carbon neutral is when 
all of the energy you're using and all of the pollution or CO2 emissions that you're outputting because of that are, are even. They want to be negative, which means they're um, putting less CO2, a negative amount of CO2 out for what they're using, which is, you know, pretty cool. Um, Very cool. By 2030, so, you know, in the next 10 years. And in order to achieve that, they're looking at all kinds of different things. I don't know if you guys seen, so they've got like an Azure data center in the ocean. So they're, they've like just dropped this container or, or crate or uh, I forget what it was made out of. I'll, I'll send you guys the link, but basically it's underwater and that's what cools it. Huh. So it's radiating the heat and everything out into the, into the water. Hmm. Um, and this is, and then that's one effort. This is another effort where they're using the hydrogen and they've got like solar and, and wind and other things too, that they're also looking at if, if you look at it, but their goal is to eliminate also all fossil fuel dependencies by 2030 and then, you know, they also have, like, it says diesel fuel accounts for less than 1% of emissions. But that's probably more for, I would say, they've got, like, diesel generators and things like yes. that as backup. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the, the hydrogen, I guess they were talking about the hydrogen fuel cell costs have plummeted. And now they're economical um, alternative to the diesel power backup generators. So. It'll be cool to see how this is incorporated because I'm I'm sure they're going to use multiple things to achieve that goal. But um, and they're not the only one, right? There's a lot of companies that have announced initiatives to decrease their carbon footprint or right. become carbon neutral by a certain date. Um, and this is just uh one little part of that, right? So I think Google's doing things as well, whether we, that's through solar. We talked about what was it like. Three or four podcasts ago. Well, well, Lordstown, that new plant and their new factory, like oh, they yeah, had all that solar out, solar out there, and they're trying to run most of it off of that. So, um, yeah, you're going to see a, a lot of that coming out of um, companies in now and, and more in the future as they try to decrease the carbon footprint. And you know, they just they want to use more renewable energies. The technology is getting better, so that they're able to do that and still provide the same level of service. I mean. There's tons of Azure data centers all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I think, I don't know if we talked about it on one of our podcasts. We may have, but I think I we've shared articles back and forth about, I mean, data centers use a ton of energy between Azure's data centers, AWS's data centers, Google's data centers, and just all the other well, data centers was, that are outside outside of the big three. I think it was Google that, that we did a, a article on and... I cannot remember what it was, but basically it was pretty much the same thing about, Talking about the power and power. Uh, they were, oh, that's what it was. It was off peak power. Off peak, where they were so, trying, where, where they were, they were their, their solar generation. They were yeah. trying to use, like, they were going to try to use more process, do more processing during the time that they were peak energy, right? Uh, creation, which by solar or whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Um, that was you. Yeah. want to say, Matt? What was you going to say? You, I don't know. I lost it. You now. went. You went. <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. So they, their goal, you know, they, they want to provide five nines, which is ninety nine point nine 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 percent. Jesus. Which is basically like minutes of downtime a year, right? right. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, which means you've got to have backup generators. You've got to have multiple phases of power coming in yeah. to where you're not relying on just uh, a single point of failure. So um, things like this will be, I mean, they can't just do all hydrogen because if something happens right. with that system, 
they're still going to have some either electrical backup or diesel or solar. I mean, it's going to, it requires a bunch of different solutions. Right. But they can't rely on any one thing. And, you know, as, as we get more uh, cloud-based in our technology, because pretty much everything is cloud-based now, uh, they're going to have to have that almost like uh, redundancy so that they yeah. won't ever have that downtime. Yeah, because like, you still hear about Azure and AWS outages every now and then. Like, I mean, right. Netflix every now and then will have an outage, and Netflix runs on AWS. So it, it, it affects a lot of things that you don't think about and take for granted until mm-hmm. it doesn't work, right? Yeah. And it talks about, you know, they do use battery technology like UPS, uninterruptible power supplies for brief outages like they talk about in this short-term backup power for like 30 or 60 seconds to where they have to where they takes them to switch over from grid to diesel or whatever because those those diesel generators aren't running they have to turn on right get up to speed takes 30 seconds or whatever so uh when i used to do electrical work we did a lot of work at uh dayton children's and the electric company gave children's this huge break on their electric because they could produce power cheaper through their generation, their their diesel generators. That's crazy. At the time, I mean, this is probably twenty years ago, but uh, but when it switched from grid power to diesel power, mm-hmm. it was like one hundredth of a second how it switched wow. yeah. because a hospital can't be shut down. No. A lot of the stuff we did there, we had to do it live hmm. because, you know, they they can't be without power. Nope. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot of the equipment has batteries in it too. So we're, I mean, what, like a respirator or something, how long can it run on a battery, on its battery power? Or or what, you know, most of that equipment, is it just a it's, few minutes? It's, yeah, it's just momentary. Just long enough to get them on a, a something else, a more permanent life-sustaining you know, device. Right. And, and they talk about, here's, here's a proof of, con- proof of concept of one of the, um, the fuel cell, the hydrogen fuel cell system. So this, and they said, like I said, this was just, it was just powering a, a row of data center servers for 48 hours. But, you know, so they would need multiple ones of these for, you know, every row would maybe need something like this or a, a, something that would scale or a larger version of this, I guess to do it in a, for an entire data center. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Mm. And then, uh, so this was in the uh, Golden, Colorado data center is what it looks like. What, what was that truck we just talked about that had hydrogen power? Wasn't it the semi? Mm-hmm. What, the one of the semis had the, had an option for hydrogen? Yeah. Oh, it was a semi. Yeah. It was was that, it Nikola? Yeah, it was the Nikola. Oh, one. okay. That's right. That looked like a because you could do either or, right? You right. could do the hydrogen or you or could do the, the battery. Yes. And the hydrogen was it like seven hundred mile range or something? I don't think so. And then the battery was like three. I or think that four. was just a truck. I don't think it was a semi. It was because that was that, that crazy hype was, video, wasn't it? No, where they were talking no. about was it? We want yeah. to get the people involved. I said, with, I said, is this going? Are they going to turn this into a motor coach? Because I mean, the, the inside <laughs> of the cab was, I mean, it had like six seats in it, and it yeah. was it was nuts. Hmm. Cool. I think that this is the last one, right? Yep, this is the last one. So the last topic we had uh, for discussion today was the Amazon Scout. So um, 
So the Amazon Scout, if you're not aware, it's a robotic delivery vehicle for Amazon, and they're currently using it in Washington and California, and they're expanding the field tests of it. Um, and we, we were talking about this, so uh, especially with uh, COVID nineteen and other things, like you know they they're expanding testing and you know but contactless I, delivery. I guess this is one option, but this is something that it's, it's not going to work for rural areas. It's no, not, this it's is going to have to be like big and, cities um, and things like that. So here is um, a picture of it. That's and you pretty can see, cool. Though. So they said it's uh, about the size of a cooler, so yeah. like a standard size cooler. Um, and it's got the six wheels. And, like, I haven't seen, like, a video of it, so I'm sh- there may be ones out there, I'm sure, because these things are running around. I'm sure people have captured it, right? Right. But it was it's cool because they said that it, it, it goes at the speed of, like, what, what somebody would normally walk at. So mm-hmm. it's not, like, super fast. And then it also can detect um, – it can navigate around to detect pets, pedestrians, and other objects, including surfboards. I don't know. I guess they were putting it in for this, but in its path. Um, so they're, they've, they've just got a small number of them uh, running now, Monday through Friday during daylight hours. Um, but could you just imagine just seeing these things just running all over the place in, like, New York or L.A. or, I mean. Well, it's just one-to-one, though. Right. right. Or, well, or some multiple I guess compartments depends, per scout. I guess it depends on the size of the package, right? right. And it says the... Well, the way uh, the the way I've been getting Amazon packages lately, you got to get somebody to pack them a little bit better because I, <laughs> I got something the other day that was a box this big and there was like two tiny little items in it. I was like, yeah. what are they thinking? Yeah, I think somebody just... I think some of those people just mess with us, right? Cause <laughs> I think there was like a... YouTube or TikTok video or something about that. Did you see that? The guy had like the rubber spatulas. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Um, how Amazon packs boxes? He's like, yeah. And this maybe. And then he's like, ooh. And he gets this huge box and just throws these like little rubber spatulas yeah. in it. And it's like, yeah, I think. But yeah, I've, I've gotten stuff before and I'm just like, really? But, but you did, you, you guys do remember the Domino's uh, delivery vehicle that they were that was all automated that they were using in certain little ranges, right? Yeah, and that yeah. kind of just died. The car with a little, like, window that yeah. opened up yeah, inside? Yeah, you, you put in your code that they give you. Are they still and testing pizza. that? I don't know. I mean, but it, it just, it's it's going to be, we're going to get into that that kind of thing. But, you know, living where I live, I mean, that's super rural. I mean. Yeah, there's no sidewalks. There's no sidewalks. There's no, you know, anything. So what is it? Is it going to be the uh, drones going to drop it off at my house Whatever after that? Whatever happened to that? I think the FCC probably shut that all that stuff yeah. down. I mean, well, and it says that these will be accompanied initially by an Amazon Scout ambassador, so they're going to have somebody following them around to make right. sure they're not doing anything silly. I well, guess. I but, mean, but how much do these things weigh? Who's going to just pick I them figure, up and throw them into their car? I and, mean, it says the size of a small cooler, but you figure with the batteries and everything, because this thing's got like the six wheels and all that. It's like, and it, how does it drop it off? Like. Does it have uh, like a chute that drops up, out the side, or well, it comes because it can't really go up your steps, right? But I mean, you probably you probably get a, a text or a, a alert that says, "Hey, we're here." <laughs> you, your stuff sitting on the sidewalk. Uh, there's <laughs> there's a lot of uh, hotels that are using stuff like this, oh. and did, does your hospital use? No. Okay. So oh, yeah, you were. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to call Elizabeth and 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 have her tell us about. Uh, I think they call it the Wally or whatever at their mm-hmm. hospital, like the 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 Pixar movie, but uh, or D- Disney, um, but 
yeah, it's so cool because she'll send Snapchats of it. Yeah, and it's and it comes out of the elevator and it says, "Excuse me." Yeah, and I've then, seen. I've we've been at Kettering before. It's like, just, vis- it's doing just like visitation, oh, wow. and yeah, they're just like. And the, do they follow the line? It's like the, the, the yeah, tape there's a, on there's the floor. a there's a tape tape line do on the floor. You guys have that at your hospital? No, we're not that cool. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like that's inside the hospital, and I'm sure there's other things that are doing. Well, I mean, a lot of the well, the Tesla factory has a lot of that. Remember the yeah. videos that we seen with yep. uh, Marquez when he was in the the Tesla factory. Well, you had the robots that were going around well, doing of, stuff. Think of Amazon when they when they actually do the yeah. pick. They have that. Little robot that'll go get the certain uh, pallets and stuff. pallets and stuff that'll bring it back. And well, this is interesting too because it says you know at the end of this article it's talking about this is one of their steps to reduce to to, to net achieve zero. net zero carbon. So by twenty forty, so Microsoft's trying to do it by twenty thirty. They want to do it by twenty forty. Well, they're buying what what did they they ordered what a hundred thousand of the Rivian delivery vans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but those aren't going to be. But that was that was just the the vans the itself. But they were already talking about doing like different, uh, smaller models and bigger models. Yeah, well, they, they can do this. They can do the drone. Like they talked about the drone deliveries. Right. So, yeah, they've got all kinds of different things about um, how they're. I don't think you should bother her right now. Is she here? She's on her way. Oh, I think. I Does she or know you're going to do? I told her. her I told her I'd call. But um, yeah, I think it's 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 just one of the ways between this, the drones, the. Because the Rivian, which they're probably not going to get those for another year or two right. at least. Because COVID's slowed um, everything now. And then you guys that. seen the uh, the charged, the the one YouTube show I think I posted. Or you, one of you guys posted I think I posted it. About the UPS truck. Uh-huh. But that was just in the UK. Yeah. But that thing and was sweet. Yeah, it was pretty sick. We'll have to talk about that on the next one. Um, <laughs> but that's that's pretty cool. That, no, that might be Liz is here. Yeah, she might be here. But, um, yeah, I think... Uh, it's definitely gonna be cool. Like all this, all these ways to reduce net carbon um, emissions and just get more more sustainable on the energy side of things would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. But you know, when she does, it it is pretty cool seeing those videos. And there's there's a a few TikTok videos I've seen that actually uh, shows like they deliver stuff to your. Yeah, I've seen a few of those. Not, I, I mean, I none for, of these. For the Amazon? Yeah, none, none of the Amazon. No, it wasn't Amazon. It's was like some weird some other, local delivery, or, or, like for food like, or something. Like for food and stuff, and it comes out, and it's in this insulated cooler, and it comes oh. out all steaming and stuff. Like, yeah. it actually kept it in, like, a hot plate. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to pull up. Uh, that's that's your Facebook. That's what it's called, right? Uh, Yes. Wait for that to load, but, yeah, so... I was just going to talk about, um, show you guys some pictures of Darren's uh, monster cart. <laughs> that awesome new profile picture. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Here we go. Yeah, so uh, just to wrap up, um, done talking about the articles, but I wanted to mention uh, Darren's uh, my golf cart project. So, you got this one about three or four weeks ago, I think. Uh, I, I, the day after your the, renewal. Yeah, I yeah. borrowed it for your renewal, mm-hmm. and then I bought it that, that next day from my neighbor, and then pretty much I started ordering parts for it. <laughs> yeah. So here's what it started as. Yes. The one on the top left here. 
And then this bottom bottom left is when you put the wheels and tires on. Yeah, it. and the lift kit, the, the six lift inch kit. lift kit. Yeah. And then basically from the, you've stripped everything off, painted it. Yes. Well, primed it, painted it, sand filled. I mean, yes. you've done a lot of work on it. But then yeah, but the the plastics on it are still a little rough, and then there, some of the the lines that you see on there is just just I mean. It's a 1996 model, so yeah. the the body's been through it. Are you just using a spray can? Yeah, I just so use maybe a if spray you used can. a sprayer, it would be better. Or no, 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 just because the way it's the plastic it's, is picking up. The, the plastic's actually rough, and I spent a lot of time trying to sand out some of the bad stuff gotcha. in that, and it just didn't happen. So hmm. what? It, could you use a different paint, or would you mean have to like coat the entire thing yeah. to be able to get to the, get rid of that? Pretty much have to to coat it, but you can buy you can buy new bodies for them. Gotcha. They still, and I just don't want to invest another five hundred dollars into right. it, you know. Because you still got seat, you got seat co- covers. Uh, covers yes, next, I got right? seat covers, and I think, did you I post think, that? Yeah, right I, I I posted on. You're posting because you got new pedals. Those uh, are the I new I think ones, it was right? in the comments of that one, uh, the the one we were just on. must have been yeah because somebody yeah. somebody else was asking about it I right think. and i think i posted and luckily you know i i love green green's my no, favorite. no comments on that one there's tons of comments on that one one right showing was it on your did you reshare this to your page and it was on there maybe uh yeah it was, it was on my page that that's where the comments were yeah that's um that's crazy i mean you said well, you said that'll be coming any day now right yeah it should be here today or tomorrow and then were those new, like somebody made them, or yeah, were those so, off of another? Yeah, uh, so somebody, uh, somebody bought them for theirs, didn't like them, and bought different ones, and then I got them for like $45, and they're like $300 for uh, to buy a new set of them. So, yeah, I think uh, it's the very last comp, or second to last, there it is. Yeah, so those are, those are the new seat covers that are coming. And those are black and like a greenish and, color. And it has like a red, red, uh, and tribe, like a red well, stitching. Red stitching in it. So I think it'll look good with uh, my flat black. My I think, gloss yeah, black. I, li- I like that green. I mean, I'm and, sure it's going to be different in person than that picture, depending on how, right, how that, what they took it with and it's out in the sun. And, and stuff, then so. I thought that they were pretty, uh, pretty plain. So on the side right here, I'm going to get. That on each side. In, Is that just like a decal? Yeah, in black. So it's flat black. So it'll be there, but it won't be there. Gotcha. So because mine's flat so you'll black. Just, you'll see so kind of like the, it'll be like a raised. Black, right. That's cool. Yeah, I think it'll be awesome. All right. Anything else uh, in closing, fellas? No. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the next podcast is our going to be our 10th one. Yeah, our 10th one. Uh, give us some suggestions. Weeks. uh what you want us to do. We talked about wearing a green shirt. So just like floating heads. <laughs> you want to see hands and faces. <laughs> Next, Cause we do, we have a, we have a green screen behind us for those that are watching the video yes. and we just have it set to the black background. Um, but yeah, we could, if we were wearing green shirts and we would, uh, you wouldn't, you would not see our bodies right now. So that'd be pretty funny, but and then, yeah, we'll have to, Maybe make, some special beers or special drinks or special yeah. guests. Special maybe, guests. I know, yeah. Maybe. Well, I know we talked and, about like doing guests, and I think when we initially, maybe it was just me that said it. I don't know if it, if it was an agreement thing that once we got to a certain number of episodes, then we were going to talk about having having guests, which I think we have one coming up for yes. episode eleven. 
Yes. And that the, would, the, that's going to be August who? 28th. Uh, Brian, uh, owner of Pravada Cigars. So, uh, Pravada Cigar Club, right? Yep. And then you've been using that for a while. I know we've yes. mentioned it before. And actually it is a private club now because yeah. he reached a certain number, a certain number but you can still get some stuff from them. So, yeah, it's a, he's very passionate. Um, I'll bring a, I'll bring a box. I, I get I get it monthly, so I'll bring my monthly box, and we'll actually do an unboxing while we're talk talking to him. to him and then talk to him. Cool. So yeah, I'm looking forward very to that exciting. One. Yeah, so thank you for uh, tuning in. Thank you for watching. Uh, if you're watching this on the Facebook Live, thank you if you're watching it on YouTube. And then also thank you if you're listening to the audio version um, on your podcast platform of choice. So uh, please uh, remember uh, to follow us. Uh, go to dbb.com, and which will redirect to our Facebook page. Uh, at DVB Show on Twitter, and then uh, slash DVB Show on Facebook. We would greatly appreciate it, and we look forward to uh, talking to you again in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. See ya.